And on the Timana podcast show today, it's Ollie Birchall, Mr. Nutribar. That's your new AKA name, mate. Is it? Mr. Nutribar. <laughs> How do you feel about that? It's better than what I've heard it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what we're saying behind your back. Yeah. I, I got told um, by my girlfriend and her friends before I knew her that I was a Nutribar kid. Nutribar kid, yeah, I like that as well. I know, I like that. Not missing in there. Yeah. It's a jingle. Yeah, well, well. <laughs> the thing is, when, you, when you get when you get two shops, mate, and you grow up, you become Mister Nutribar. Mister Nutribar, yeah. yeah. So for everybody listening, mate, just let them to understand what Nutribar is and what it's all about. Just give me a sort of backstory for people. Yeah, yeah. Um, Nutribar is healthy fast food. Um, we're all about natural food, uh, getting your nutrition in. We're not really based at the gym, just market in all. We want to open it up to everyone, healthy food, convenient. So that's basically in a nutshell what it is. So we're not just talking about fitness. We're talking about something that we've talked about loads of times, isn't it? about feeling good on the inside as yeah, well as the outside. It's just general feeling good. If you eat healthy, eat the right things and eat the get the nutrients in that you need, then you're going to feel a lot better for it. You know, when you have a good day of eating, how you feel. And if you eat something that's pretty crap for you, I don't know if I can swear on this. Yeah, push yeah, come, mate. It. Pretty shit for you. <laughs> um, then you feel sluggish. You've got no energy. Yeah. It's basically just promoting that and making it convenient and most importantly, affordable for as many people as possible. Yeah. So what's your background then? What's why uh, health food um just there was at the time um there was kind of a, a gap in the market i was going to a gym i was really into a gym going twice a day swimming in the morning and going to the gym at night um and i was prepping my food and at, at that time in my life it was all just about physique and trying to look good but when you're prepping your food which a lot of people will know or just trying to eat healthy and you're not going for a specific goal, it's really hard to find stuff in Tesco or on the go if you don't make it all yourself. And if you're busy at the weekend, then you're just spending too much of your time. So there's a bit of a gap in the market for that, and it was kind of like that. What There's got to be something available. So what was available at the time? Nothing. At the time, uh, we weren't uh, we weren't aware of anything that was available after Google search and things like that, and it, we thought it was a pretty new idea. I think there were two kind of shops similar to us that were um, open before us in Manchester way. Yeah. Um, yeah. One was Wahoo, I think, and one was Bosu. So with that in mind, I know obviously in Bolton, for me, it was one of the first ones that I come across anyways. There's a few others now, so has that got something to do with the location, why you chose Bolton? Um, no, I was looking to do it in Manchester originally, uh, Northern Quarter, hmm. um, but I was kind of getting, um, going for loans, grants and all that kind of stuff, um, like young entrepreneur grants, there's all sorts of stuff and it's just a minefield really, hmm. it took ages and the location where the shop is now was actually a, a car garage, yeah. um, MOT garage. And my nana, uh, she owns it. It was my grandpa who built it and right. ran his business from there. And I was, I, I took her out for some lunch or something, and she, uh, she said, "Why don't you do it at the uh, the garage in Bolton?" And I wasn't, I didn't used to go into Bolton a lot. I was only ever to go and see my granddad when he was alive. Hmm. And uh, 
I said, and it's a garage. Yeah. She went, oh, it's really nice. It's got a really good location. So I thought just to appease her, I'd go down. Yeah. And I sat outside it and looked how many cars were going past. There was a David Lloyd. There was yeah, yeah. lots of um, offices around. So I thought, looked at the competition around. There's a few sandwich places, like literally dingy cafe kind of yeah, things. Yeah. Hope they're not listening. They don't mean it. <laughs> um, th- there wasn't much around for all those office workers. And yeah. I thought... We may as well give it a go. So yeah. we we set up in um, like a a catering trailer as such. Yeah, because I remember I was going to say that because obviously now it's completely different to when we first came years ago. Because when when, would it when was the when when did we first come down? April 15, 2015. Is that when you opened? Yeah, because yeah, we got on it pretty quickly, didn't yeah, we? As yeah. soon as it yeah, opened, yeah. we was in this thing. There's not much around here. Yeah, Subway or yeah. the, the odd uh, yeah. butty shop. So when we seen it, it was. It was good. It was a new thing, so it was like all about the healthy eating. Yeah, yeah, the idea behind it was that if it didn't work and people didn't catch on to healthy food, which at the time, everyone that you spoke to was like, people don't want healthy food in Bolton. Yeah. People don't want salads. People don't want that kind of stuff for yeah. uh, the lunches. Why is that mindset, would you say? Um, because people are afraid, not afraid as such. Uh, people don't like what they don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say that since I'm from Bolton, so it's probably a bit easier coming for me. It, it, Bolton is a bit behind times, I think. It takes a couple of years for things yeah. to catch on in Bolton. Do you think healthier food, like there was a sort of perception of healthy food as not being as convenient as butty shops? I think the perception of healthy food was that it was a salad that you didn't like. Yeah. yeah. I think that was a major perception of healthy food. Yeah. And actually, healthy food's completely yeah. Different. It's it's all about the nutrition mm. and what you're getting into your body. You can actually eat too little for yeah. what your body consumes, and that's not good for you. You need to get the right nutrition and and that stuff like whole grain rice that is filling for you. It's not a salad. It's good for you. Sweet potato that everyone loves now. It's good for you. Avocado is healthy fat, but it fills you. And I think the perception was that it was just lettuce, tomatoes, and yeah. cucumber, and that's what healthy food was. What's your best seller? Perry Perry Powerhouse. What's in that? Uh, whole grain rice, sweet potato, shredded carrot, chicken, cucumber, and Perry Perry dressing. So that's what I always used to get when I first went. Yeah, no, I, I used to get the. It wasn't that I used to get the pasta with the chicken, uh, my own salad thing, but the sauce, the Perry sauce. Yeah, it was, yeah. It effectively that, but it, that was the that was my favorite. So from first starting up, then I'll um, obviously I know you quite well and where you've been, but for everybody else listening, just what what's the transition? What would you say is the point where? Because obviously you've got the trailer, but you know as a brand you've kept that trailer as a as you know not say a gimmick, but that is you know your roots. Yeah, yeah. So from having this little trailer to having a bigger trailer now with like nice windows on the front and everything. How have you how have you got from there to there, would you say? Um I think persistence with it and just constant improvement. Uh when we opened the product then was nothing compared to what it is now. Uh the quality wise, the actual the menu's very similar, but yeah, the quality of the food, the heat, the convenience of it and how we served it, it just wasn't the same. You continually learn doing that and then mainly just word of mouth because once you stop producing good quality food at a reasonable price then people talk about it people like it and then i think what we captured there was just the vibe of it because when we converted the the garage from a garage and a trailer in it to a full shop with uh, bifolding doors and a commercial kitchen then mm. that really did 
people could sit in then people it's like sit sitting in your own garden isn't it i think yeah. is when, when you know when i go down and i feel like i'm just sat in my garden just having some some food with my family that's what i liked about it. i thought the the trailer was quite quirky to be honest and i yeah. I, I liked that aspect of it that it was yeah. in there but i think the doors are such a good thing when it comes to winter because obviously with something yeah, yeah. like what well, used to be a garage you can imagine it gets really cold in there so well yeah i remember when we uh, first opened i had to give out my coat to people Did you? <laughs> yeah people people customers coming in for breakfast cause we, we had no doors we had a sliding garage door that we yeah. had to drag open at the start but it was hard yeah. and um it was freezing so i give customers my coat <laughs> <laughs> so obviously you've gone from that bit of persistence up grading the food you know obviously the staffing and that kind of thing what would you say apart from that is the one thing that say you want to give advice to somebody starting out their own business and stuff what starting would, out their own business yeah starting out in, in anything really what would you what was the one thing that you could say for giving somebody advice uh find something you love or else you want to stick at it yeah um if you don't love it and you don't really enjoy doing it I love food, I know lots of people do, but I love cooking, all that kind of stuff. But I also get a buzz out of probably more even so is progression and business and getting the best out of people. But if you find what you love, then you're always going to do it. I do it on my, in my spare time. I work on a Saturday and I don't, don't have to. Yeah. I've got, I don't work in the shop. But it's um, if you find something you love, it's, it's kind of your hobby. So mm. you're going to be good at it. Yeah. So, what's the what's the plans next? Obviously, you've just opened up in Media City. If anybody doesn't know, Nutribar now in Media City. Yeah, yeah. What yeah, are you, no. what are your plans with that? With Media City or just in general? I think start off with Media City for me because that's kind of your next step in it, actually growing that business. Yeah, so Media City's been open a year now. It's um, took a bit to get people out of the habits of what they have and stuff and uh, what they used to because they're all obviously similar jobs they're in there and they're all in the habits and ITV, BBC, they've got canteens where you can get greasy food and stuff. Yeah. Um, so what we did there is just obviously just getting people to know about it and it's, it's really snowballed from there. It's, it's, I've been there today. It's, it's mad busy. We're doing meat, healthy meeting platters that are going down well. We do a lot for Kellogg's yeah. a couple of times a week. Um, so, it's good there, but what we want to do is solidify it and we want to, with Media City, just, just grow the convenience to people um, because they are so used to just staying at the desk all day and not eating or grabbing a sandwich and we want to kind of make it as convenient as possible for those. Yeah, I think that's what I was saying before about, you know, healthy food. People don't think it's convenient. They just go and get a butty, mm. but it's just as convenient as getting yeah. a butty. So I think it is just, like you said, getting people out of the routine and changing the mindsets on on, on that. It's the perfect weather for it at the minute as well, isn't it? I think uh, people tend to eat healthier in the summer months, I think. Maybe because you're coming towards holidays and things like that, but I think just when it's warm, you don't really want to go and get something hot necessarily do you that's when the salads and things come in come into it a bit more yeah i think it's that and i think it's i think it's scientifically proven when it's hot weather nice weather re releases endorphins so you feel better so you feel better about yourself so you're going to make better decisions yeah um so people do that and people want like like you said like healthy food and they want smoothies and things like that so to talk to me a little bit about the feel good project that you that you're involved in um, obviously, you know, Nutribar for me is all about feeling good on the inside as well as the outside and not just not just about eating well, 
it's about the whole mindset thing. Can you talk us a little bit about that for me, the Feel Good Project? Yeah, the Feel Good Project, something we've launched is our ethos as a business is basically, obviously, like you said, feel good. And that's whether it's nutrition, exercise, or just generally being nice to people. I can't understand, like, just in general, I know everyone has grumpy days and things like that, but why people is like arsy to each other why they hold yeah. grudges all that kind of stuff it's there's, there's no point in it so it's kind of like promoting that the feel good project but what we focused on to start off with it is is teaching kids in primary schools the importance of nutrition exercise and like a kind of mental health side of it as well yeah like, so being happy and things like that we, we're going into schools offering a free um like kind of interactive lesson we do it in like sports halls and stuff where we teach them about exercise and why it's good for you. Teach them about nutrition and make it relevant to them. Have it interactive. We have quizzes and things like that. Um, and we just kind of interact with them. And where we're going with it is, is to kind of get a snowball effect with that and get kids understanding from an early age and forming good habits about all those things. Like, so exercising a force thing eating healthy isn't a habit that we've changed like so our generations that we probably and we've not had that health hype as such and things so we're used to we're at the moment trying to be everyone's trying to be healthy but going against what they were brought up to do whereas if we can teach kids now that that is the norm and then a treat is a treat and it's not the norm then they're going to stand a lot better uh, in the future and that's that's what we're about with the field project what are the mindset things you're teaching them then obviously the nutrition thing's really important um and we always say that you know we see a lot of people training the bodies but nobody really trains the mind so you know mindfulness is, is a big thing for yeah. us what kind of thing have you been doing with the kids so we started looking to like movement therapy which is a bit like meditation but for kids they can't yeah. Um, if you sit them down and yeah, it's, not meditate, happening, it? it's not happening. So yeah. there's, there's something called movement therapy that we've started doing. Want to tell me about um, that? Um, we get someone in to do that. Um, and I don't know the exact about it because I don't teach it. Yeah. But it's it's basically similar to meditation to get them thinking about it. But while they're moving, they're moving slowly. Um, but it's getting them doing stuff. Right. Uh, I don't. I'm not the best to tell you about it. Yeah, I don't know about right. it. But um, yeah, yeah, it's pretty much like that and then um we spoke about in the past um raising awareness with someone that i know you know uh, yeah, ben, ben robinson, robinson. Yeah. um so we spoke about him wrote a couple of articles with ben yeah. um and reaching it that way like it's okay to speak about it yeah. and things like that and speak about I, I love that mate i think we see all these instagram people getting sponsored by clothing and stuff and you're actually sponsoring people with who's had mental health issues and stuff I, I think that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, people are amazing. Ben, who you spoke to, is an amazing guy, and yeah. his story's like it's, it's inspiring. Yeah, and just promoting that that's what we're all actually like. Um, and like I spoke to Ben many times, mental health isn't a just random thing. Everyone's got a, a stage of it. Everyone has some sort of mental health, whether it's you're feeling down on a day or you're feeling stressed that that's your mental health yeah. and i genuinely think it's a scale like it's not a scale but like you can define it like a scale of where you are down the line and sometimes some people can go over 
tip over the edge and go into that like stuff like mental depression and yeah. anorexia but we're all the same yeah and i've been stressed out my head and out my mind mm. with um lots of stuff before and you feel like shit yeah yeah it overwhelms and you at the end of the day it's that stress and that overwhelm that that is mental health so everyone has it yeah it's just so it's fine to talk about it and i suppose what we want to do is is express that and tell people that it's fine to talk and yeah talk about when when you stress so it doesn't progress to anything else yeah what was nice what bet when we was talking to ben the one of the things that always resonate me he said it's okay not to be okay yeah. and, and it's all right to talk about it and and that's that's really stuck with me that yeah well i've i've spoken to ben in the past he, he um he comes in the shop a lot and i speak to him and spoke about stuff like this and yeah. he actually said to me he said he turned around one day and we we're just talking about stuff he went are you all right ollie and i went yeah, I'm fine, Ben. I'm stressed. It's stressed. Like yeah. and he went, but you're you seen like because he's known for a bit now. And yeah, he's like you seen, you seen different. I said, well, yeah. I'm like, this is going on. This is going on. This is going on. Duh. Like, and it's the most stressful thing ever. But I said that's part of having a business. Like, yeah. And he went, but yeah, but I can see you like worked up and like how worked up you are about it and how like stressed you are. You got to get the stuff done. And he said, who do you speak about it to? And I said, I don't. I'm terrible at it. <laughs> Um, because I feel like it, and a lot of men do they hold it in. I don't want to give anyone else the burden. Yeah. A lot of people um, look up to me, or yeah. like in in my like I can't tell him of my staff because then they am their boss. If their boss is struggling, yeah. that's how I I can't tell my mum because yeah. my mum looks to me yeah. for guidance yeah. and things yeah. like that. It's like I think that comes back to what Tim was saying with the Instagram thing. Are you're sponsoring these people with real issues, real problems, just yeah. like the rest of us. I think. The people, the Instagram celebrities or celebrities in general, are built up to be these flawless people, aren't they? So yeah. that's where that sort of mindset comes from, is that you have yeah, to look like, you know, oh, nothing's bothering me, you know, yeah. I'm never a down or anything like that, because that's what these people are made out to be, when in fact they're not, yeah. really. But the champion in that one, they should be doing with what you guys are doing with the, the people with the real problems. Mm. Yeah, at the end of the day... So do you not talk to anybody about it? Or do you just cajole it inside and? I do a bit more now, but I'm yeah. sure I still. I don't talk to people now because oh, okay. I've got that perception that. Yeah. I, I've got the thing in my head that I've 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 got to I can fix it. Yeah. And so it's like I don't need to worry with anyone else. I don't need to worry anyone else with my problems because. Yeah. I suppose a lot of people in in my life look to me to fix their problems, and that's what I help people with. So it's like if I show in in essence weakness. To them, then I'm not setting a good example, but I'm, yeah. get, I'm getting better. That's the, yeah, it's yeah, not good. Yeah. It's, that's not, not good, right that, is it? No. I think, I think, um, you know what? I, my granddad used to be like that with me. And he, I think he used to say, uh, it was one of those things was like, man up. You need to man up yeah. and get on with it. And I, I don't think that's right. And it's something that always stuck with me. Um, and it's nice that, you know, I can talk to Gaz about anything and talk to Chloe about anything. It's just, I like to open up and talk about things, not kind of telling these two where I am in my life and I'm, I'm stressed out at work or I'm what's it? I'll say, look, I'm having a, you know what I mean? I, I think it's important to get it off your chest, mate. I think it comes to, you know, there's certain people you can speak to about certain things, isn't there? Yeah. So like you were saying, you wouldn't necessarily go to your staff and go, oh, this is doing me and that because you're setting a bad example in a way by speaking to them like that, just like mm. you probably wouldn't come to us with the same thing. Yeah. But there is a person you can speak to about that. But I think it's yeah. actually going speaking to somebody because yeah. I'm terrible for it because I grew up with me and my dad two men just yeah. exactly that mindset of oh do you know i don't because it goes back to school and stuff like that isn't it and you get teased or whatever and mm. that's the thing you don't want to give anybody anything to 
to come at you with essentially do you and i think that's what it is a little yeah. bit i think showing as a business though it don't bother me showing my weakness and telling people that you know i've got like a flat tire and i can't afford to fix my tire at the minute yeah. or do you know what i mean i'm all right with saying that but I, I totally understand that you know i don't really want to tell gaz that because it might burden him but i'm like no no i think gaz respects me more that i am open with him i'm open with chloe and stuff and they're not going to look any less at me. They know that I graft my arse off. I know that I've got a bigger, better future for for everybody. Mm. And I feel better from it. I'm not kind of getting on my monkeys and going, look, there's on my monkeys, you take them because yeah, yeah. I'm what's it. But um, I, I think it's really important to do that, mate. Even if it's with your staff and just kind of... Yeah, yeah, that is. I think some people just find it easier than others. Yeah, it depends. Like I say, I think it's there's grades of it, isn't there? I think there's stuff that you, you can... Different levels of it. Yeah. You talk to some people about that. You talk to some people yeah. about this, so... Have you... Like, I think I'm better with it because, like, I've had a bit of a mind coach and he's taught me how to, like, kind of do that and stuff. Do you do any meditation or anything like that? You know, because of business, I think it's one of the important things to actually meditate and... Yeah. Um, I visualise every morning. Right. spend about half an hour on it every morning yeah. um have a set routine and basically my i call it my life plan as such yeah. and it kind of keeps me in, in place of what i need to do to get to where i want to be cool so it'll tell me at the start it just refreshes my work kind of my nutribara vision yeah. what i've got the vision for the business then i have a personal one where i've quite good exercise this if um i've wrote a like a couple of paragraphs about what i'd want someone to say at my funeral so really if you, if you are okay. if you ask yourself what would you want someone close yeah. to say at your funeral so i use my brother right. as such so i thought he's older than me so if, uh, if i die before him then <laughs> yeah. um but i thought in my head i thought what would i want him to say about me what would i want my brother to say about me at my funeral and then once you start, actually, it takes quite a while because you're thinking of stuff. Once you start writing it down, it kind of tells you what person you want to be in life. That's cool, mate. Like that, That's actually. a good way of thinking. Yeah, I do. I never I do thought about like that. that. And that that tells you what your values are, and it tells you yeah. what you should lead your values by, and then what you should focus on in life. And tell me, tell me what you've put down then. I don't know off by heart. Because I, I read it every day, so it's uh, um Suppose, in essence, it's about being like good to people doing the right thing yeah. and constantly being um living to my values yeah so because he's i think like you said it's like any any time i've talked about it's leaving a reputation and i think if you do go to when you're actually going to die how would you like people to remember you when you're dead as extreme as that sounds yeah, yeah. is is quite good actually it's a legacy isn't it yeah it's nice that, isn't it because i think People do get caught up on the material things, don't they? Yeah. Really quickly, and I think it don't really matter when you're dead, does it? No, exactly. You 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 all you come in as poor as the rest of us, and yeah, sure die you know. as poor as the rest of us as yeah. well, don't you? So, do you know? Yeah, I don't want anybody remembering. Oh yeah, tomorrow he had loads of money. It's not really something you fucking strive for, is it? Yeah. No, but reading that and then so I read that bit it reminds me. It has stuff about like who's a devoted grant and all yeah um things like that so it goes if i've not spoke to my grandparents in, in the last two weeks yeah. me reading that in the day i'll go right i'll pencil it and i'll go right i'll ring my grandparents when i'm driving to such and such just so i get it into i speak to them yeah, it reminds me for example it says 
it's looking to the future, but let's say he's devoted, like husband, father, um, yeah. brother and son, things like that. And so it sets your kind of goals that yeah. you, you want to achieve. And it goes, right, for. If, you, if you want that tag of being a devoted such and such, what have you done for them this week? Mate, what I'm, you... I'm, mate I'm using this in my meetings. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, when people go in for good. branding meetings, I'm using that. But as it, it reminds you and it goes, right, I've not spoke to my, like, or I've not like gone to my mum's for tea or something. She loves me going around for tea. She loves us going around for tea. It's like, right, I'll give her a call or I'll give her a text saying, uh, do you want to go for tea or do you want to yeah. organise tea? And it just, it gives you those prompts every morning. And you're yeah. not going to hit them all at once, but it might be, right, do something nice for my girlfriend. Yeah. Um, because it's on there. And then it just tells you that, oh, me and my brother are terrible for contacting each other. Yeah. Well, we're both fine. We're getting on our lives. We get on amazing when we see each other, but he lives in London. Yeah. I love a bit. So, we don't see this, but I might send him a text just because thinking, I'll just send him a text. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if he comes back two days later because he works ridiculous hours as well, but yeah, it's fine. You've sent it. And it just gives you that valuation of what you want to be. What and you're thankful if, for. If, yeah. if, if you are going to be that person, you have to act it. Yeah. So you've got it's to- It's almost uh, like a sort of prayer you're doing in the morning, yeah. isn't it? A nice yeah, prayer. Of, yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. That. It's, not, it's like a plan, isn't it, really? Yeah. A checklist of- Yeah. And then from that, then- after that, it's, it's all in A4 pages, this. And then I have um, my visual goals, mm-hmm. so materialistic things yeah. that also have a place in life, although yeah, you course, don't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rolex, so, diamond Rolex. Rolex, Ferrari, right, okay. yeah. amazing car, right. um, cool office space like Google. Yeah, yeah. Um, two tie birds. Two t- <laughs> 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 um, So I've got those things, so I look at them, and then I have a year plan. Um, so there's about I think eight pages that I read every morning. Yeah, there's there's nothing wrong with with the material side of it. I think the good is if you use them as goals and things like that. But if you're doing it in the right way, yeah, where they're generally a byproduct of being successful of working hard. Yeah, I think it's all right if you own them and they don't own you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. you've you've got to. I think with material products and things like that, it's one is don't go above your reach. So don't hmm. try right, keeping up with the Joneses and stuff. Yeah, yeah. buying champagne. Um, you've only got beer money. Yeah. But that, that's what people fall in the trap of doing, don't they? And that, that's what everyone. That's why people live paycheck to paycheck. Um, yeah. But as long as you're rewarding, because you, they are rewards basically. As long yeah. as you're re- rewarding yourself within your means, yeah, and that's mm. great. But it can also act for inspiration for others. So if you have a Ferrari, um, or lots of material products like that, but people will go, "How have they got there?" Yeah, and they'll aspire to be like that, which yeah. is great because it inspires people. Yeah, yeah. Um, so material products can be good. You know that if you see someone with a Rolex on, depending if you know what they do or anything like that, but you tend to go respect them. Yeah. It, it it brings across respect. Yeah. yeah. But it's not it's not the be all and end all. And it's it's being used not. in the right way, isn't yeah. it? That's 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 what it is. I think it's an additional, isn't it? It's a byproduct of. Yeah. Of, of, of it doing depends. well it depends yeah it depends what you're after some people yeah, yeah. that drives some people and yeah. you know all power to them but it, there's other things as well that you know like you say legacy is mm. one that drives you i think the most isn't massively it? yeah yeah it, it always has been i think I've, I've kind of i think i've always known that it's been legacy but i think through my 20s i thought it was what we just talked about mm. so all, i was always crambling for the Rolex and the, and I got a few of the things and I was just like I'm not really asked well I've got them they don't yeah. mean anything now I've got them and I was I was searching around for a bit and then when I started the proper path my proper goal it was legacy the thing that I was missing yeah 
Yeah, it's cool. You've got to have a reason to do stuff, haven't you? Or else... Yeah, goal. Yeah. You've got. To have, I think people have just got to have goals. I think even like we were talking about going gym before, yeah. and I think I see a lot of people going gym just for the fact they're going gym, but don't actually set themselves goals in the gym. You know, I got this thing, this little app, and it's a, you do like a, a wad every morning, and you've just got to accomplish that wad every morning. Um, and once you've done it, it's hard. It's hard doing it. But once you've completed it, you think, fucking hell, I've like, got up in the morning, I've actually accomplished a goal. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm set up for a day, I'm just like, right, come at me. And that's, that's what I like. Well, me personally, I just try to better myself every time I do something where it'll mm. be like uh, something as simple as maybe we'll do like an illustration or something downstairs mm. and I'll try something I haven't done before and I'll get it wrong and I'll get it wrong and get it wrong and I'll keep that perseverance to get better is what drives me, just yeah. to keep developing. As yeah, yeah. You're, a, you're more of a perfectionist than me. Yeah. And that's what, that's what is good about you. But it's across everything, do you know? It's yeah. not just uh, in work, it's as yeah. a person, do you know? Yeah learn to be more tolerant yeah. and uh, you know and, and just things That's like what that. people say isn't it it's, it's progression is actually happiness not yeah yeah not anything else it's, it's when you progress and get better at something yeah whether it's in your job or whether you like going to the gym you're progressing all the time and that's what brings you happiness that's what yeah. motivates you and yeah. goals help you get there yeah, yeah. I think you, you get those, your macro goals, your micro goals, don't you? So yeah. like I said, my micro goals, I do like a little workout in the morning that I'll complete and that just like kind of sets me up. And my macro goal is, you know, feeling healthy and fit and, yeah. and that that's it for me. But you can't do any of that if you're not eating and not doing yourself properly. That's where, you know, the Nutribar kind of thing for us is, is essential is to fueling yourself, your, yeah. especially my mind. If I'm not eating right and I'm eating shit, then... I can't go the full day. I mean, I just burn out. Yeah, so like before working here, um, like I'd work in retail and things like that, I'd be you know, grabbing a pasty or a McDonald's yeah, or whatever yeah. it was. And I never really thought about you, you are what you eat, aren't you? And what yeah. you're putting into your body is going to sort of sort of say how you're going to act and how you're going to feel. So we always laugh, don't we? Because some days we go to the chippy or something like yeah. that and then everyone's dying after an hour, just like, oh, going <laughs> to sleep. But you never think about it that much. Yeah. Well, I didn't personally because, like, going back to what you were saying before, they never taught us any of that at school. Certainly, when no. I was there, not they taught you to make. You went to a food lesson, taught you to make a fruit, a fruit, a fruit salad or yeah, something like economics. that. Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah, or something yeah. really pointless. Like, I'll not say it's not really pointless, but why not educate you on what that does to your yeah, body? Yeah, that's so much more valuable, isn't it? And that's pretty much what you're doing now, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, it's it's sort of like I mean, everyone knows it. If we, um obviously at Nutribar and stuff everyone's busy in what they do and we can get busy the irony is yeah the guys if they're, if they're working in the shop sometimes they miss breakfast because they're too busy Yeah, and they are shattered by the end yeah. of the day but if you have your breakfast you have a snack um, it's all healthy food though and then you're having a good lunch um, and it's all healthy nutritious food adding to your body you feel great but if you miss that and I, I, I used to be a nightmare for it when we went through really really busy period and we're just always catching up and always um just trying to keep ahead never had i didn't first meal of the day was was three o'clock it's yeah. the irony because i worked there yeah. like, how do you do that it's like i've got stuff to do i need to get it done yeah. 
It's like, but I'm less productive. My yeah. mind's less productive, not just physically, but my mind's less productive as well. Yeah. yeah. I feel like um, it, sometimes people talk to me and it's like, it's like cool not to eat. And it's like, oh, I haven't got time to eat. I'm working so hard. I'm hustling. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. it's not cool, mate. Yeah. It's just like you're going to burn out before you're bloody th this age. And it's like, you don't work like that. People have the perception sensible. that trying to sound busy and things like that. It's, yeah. it's the right yeah. way to do it. And yeah, yeah I've, I've no time to do this or... I can't eat or I've not got time I'm too busy yeah they have that perception that like you said with social media and stuff that, oh, yeah. that it's kind of like just trying to show off what you're doing mm -hmm. and it's like try and find the time because it's better for you <laughs> yeah. well that's what social media's sort of done in a way is it's bred these sort of people who uh social media celebrities and they just perceive yeah. themselves to be do you know, they're doing really well and doing this and doing that. Like, yeah. you know, I see people doing it and they put on their Instagram, oh, I was up at, up at six o'clock, mostly, what were you doing? And it's like, yeah, but what are you doing between that? <laughs> you get that? no sleep. Yeah. You can't function your mind properly. Yeah, and you're yeah. tired. It's just, <laughs> I don't, yeah, it's just yeah. perceptions, isn't it? Yeah, it's I think crazy, everyone's always, always chasing that. Yeah, to look I, that, good I, all the time. I, I saw one, um, I said that, um, saw one the other day about leadership um, and they were giving advice about leadership, but they don't fucking nobody working from like, how can you give leadership, yeah. you know, but it's something cool to put on their Instagram so they had nothing else to put on because they saw a podcast about leadership and put it on. I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Was something about, did you put, say something before about you grow people, not a business? Yeah. Because it's the people that it's make It's the people business. that make your business, yeah, yeah, definitely. And that we've always been like that, haven't we? Yeah. We just kind of like we work together as a team. Nobody works for me. We, we work together. Yeah. You know, because we've all got one fucking, we've got all one goal we want to get to it and wealth and health management is is a big thing and it yeah. should be in any business i think i think that's something that i've always liked about you ollie when i've when i've seen you working with your team and stuff about you don't only just think about the the wealth side you think about the health side of yeah. you yeah the people that work for you like you just said people are the, the biggest thing and i've always said people and i regularly check in with people if they're enjoying the job and try and get the right answer because a lot of the time people just go yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and agree just because either they don't want to upset you or they don't want to they need to work for their job or something. but if anyone's working like you said with me I want them to enjoy it I don't see the point of people that work a job 9 to 5 Monday to Friday and live for the weekend mm. people got to enjoy what they're doing and not see going into work as a chore or they've got to enjoy it and that's that's the main thing for what people that work for with us as well is is that if, if they don't enjoy it, there's no point. It's going to come, one, it's going to come across to customers that they're just for the crack yeah, and just to pick up some money. Mm -hmm. But why why would you want to do it? Find yeah. something that you enjoy. Even if you do have to take a backward step for three years to either train to do something you enjoy or set yeah. up something Agreed, you enjoy yeah. doing. Yeah. All. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you're going to work for most of your life and it's not going to be work. It's got to be something you want to yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. I think with with the internet now as well and social media, people can literally make money doing anything you want to do as well. So it comes back around to that of picking something you love doing. Yeah. Know? It's like the guy, the, oh, that Fortnite's so big now and there's the guy playing that, he's earning, what is it, like a million pounds a month? Yeah, that's brilliant. Games, yeah. You know he, I mean? If he loves it, then... Yeah, exactly. But the, the, the thing is that people only ever see the end product, don't they? And they don't see that he's probably been doing that for six years, nonstop, yeah. 15 hours a day mm -hmm. to get to where he is. But it is, it's, it is, if you're chasing that one thing, to him, he's just getting up and playing video games, doing something he loves doing. So it's not been a chore, has it, to get there? Yeah. But if I was doing that, I, I've not played 
I've not had a console since I was about 12. I don't like them. I'm rubbish at it, really. Mm. That's, that's the... <laughs> Ollie, that's the real reason. It's because you're shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's because right. I'm shit at it, but I don't enjoy it. So if I'm, if I'm trying to do it... Yeah, it's true. Don't well, that's it. Yeah, it's good. Do you know, for, for some people, that would be the dream job, and then it'd be other people's worst nightmares, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. Because it, it seems cool on the surface of it, but you think, how long does he spend in that one room? Hmm. Just doing that over and over again. People live for the outdoors. People live for traveling. People live for yeah. yeah. I'm I'm more like reality. I have to be able to touch stuff. I'm more reality based yeah. and mm. stuff like Spider Man and Batman. Yeah. So I I can't watch those films. Everything in my head has to be reality. Right. Okay. Um. So like yeah, games. Yeah. It just doesn't work for me. So it wouldn't. Yeah. It, yeah. That wouldn't work for me. But I like a bit physical. of both. Me. I like reality and and that. But I, I, I what I really like is people. I yeah. love talking to people. I love understanding people where they are in their life and if we can help them in any way and stuff. And I think that's what I like when we t- about you, Ollie, and YouTube are that when we first saw you to where you are now, you're a people person yeah. and you're always like talking to people. You're always there. If somebody doesn't turn up, you're behind the, you know, cooking and stuff. And it's something that's really um, admirable about you, I think. Yeah, that's what I liked about Nutribal when first when we went going because it, it felt impersonal. Whereas you go to a lot of places and it's just a conveyor yeah. belt, isn't it? Yeah, what do you want, ego? What do you want, ego? But where yeah. it's like you can we can chat to you guys and, and yeah. have, a, have a conversation, and you're more invested in the people, aren't you? Yeah, you want to go there. We want to come that, back there because we want to see how you guys are doing. Yeah, that's yeah. what we, well, what I teach a lot of the staff, and we have appraisals and things like that. And the main thing for us is is that personability. Talk to customers. I always tell like new staff. Try and talk to as many people as you can. Just if you pop your head up and say, "Hi, mate, how's it going? Have you had a good day?" It just triggers that conversation, and then you end up having friends. Most people in my life now, from when I started, like most close people in my life, were pretty much customers. Yeah, that's yeah. that's we can say the same for us as well. Um, yeah. yeah, the relationships you make with people, you get you mm. get friends through that, yeah. and you start speaking to people, and and. That's that's a reason to go to work. It's yeah. you speak to people. Lots of our customers come every single day, and I can guarantee that that they they love the food. But it's just the main reason that yeah. they are coming is that conversation, that yeah. relationship with with yeah. staff. And I went into the Bolton shop, I think this morning or something, and someone had complimented how they love coming in to speak to the staff. And that's a really good, it's a really good feeling for me because. I'm hardly ever like shop facing in either shop now. And for that to carry on and that staff are getting that message across and they're speaking to customers, they're getting those relationships with customers is is great. That's and, what it's all about. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so how do you sort of maintain that? Obviously, I know you say you speak to staff, but it's blown up really if you think about it in the three years because yeah. when we first started coming, it was, it was junior mum, wasn't it, working there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then obviously, oh, I remember. How about Bev? Yeah. Bev. Mum. <laughs> Everyone, then, customers call them one. <laughs> and then I remember you got, I think it was like your first apprentice in maybe. Yeah. Um, and then from then, it was just next time I went in, it was kitchen, like 10 people working there. Yeah, I think we've got 17 altogether now. Yeah, so exactly. So how, how do you sort of maintain that, what you provided? Because you was, every time I come in, you was behind the counter serving, making the food. Yeah, yeah. How do you sort of instill that in your staff going through? No and keep it in check. That's the hardest thing. Is it? <laughs> yeah. The hardest thing in, I think, any business is people start out and they create something, but it's then creating it on a bigger scale and having people have the same passion and yeah. to do that. And again, it's just finding the right people. 
um, getting good people, like I said, working with them and making sure they're enjoying what they're doing. Um, that that's the main thing, and constantly just telling people what is about to work there, telling them why it's good to speak to people. Like, yeah, I don't know how to explain. It's hard to explain, really. Yeah, but basically, the people that you hire as such um kind of make your business so yeah if you hire someone that's grumpy and it's got a face on that you're never going to change them well it was sort of a thing when when i graduated from university and coming into this industry i had no idea what to expect from anything and i had a sort of concept of what it was and then when i was actually thinking about it when we started coming here it was more of when i see somebody there's, there's probably you know lots of people can do what i can do it's similarly um but I think you've got to look at something. I'm spending 40 hours a week with this person. Am I going to be able to get on with yeah, that yeah. level? Do they have the same ideals and values? Are they working towards the same goals? So I guess it's it's majority of that, isn't it? When you when you see somebody who comes to work for the Nutribar brand. Yeah. Yeah, you've got to get on. You've got to be able to get on. I know a lot of the, the girls, and they go out together there. Um, we're going out at the end of this month. Just, just pe- everyone's, fr- I think a lot of people that work there, they're all become friends. And they all become friends outside of work as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's great to see. It's they're enjoying the job. They're not. It's not all separate. They're not turning up and then leaving and going to their separate lives. Yeah, it becomes like a family. Yeah, and that that's I suppose that's comes across then to customers, um, because it's great that people get on so well. And one thing that we always bang on about is if you're having a laugh in the shop, you have to involve the customer. Yeah, because. Yeah. If you're laughing behind the till or you're laughing in the kitchen, the customer yeah. could think it's about them. They don't know. Yeah, what yeah. mate, it, that's one of my biggest gripes. That when I go into different gyms and stuff, and then they're laughing behind the counter, yeah. I just I don't I don't agree with that. Yeah, at no, all. No. Even if it's nothing to do with the thing, it just it doesn't create a good atmosphere. No, I don't think. if if we see it, we have to step on it because we want. Yeah. We say you could, by all means, have a laugh. Um, we really want you to have a laugh, but you need to involve the customer. So yeah. things we do is, and I remember one time we. To like promote it a bit more um with staff i think i was on the till and i said someone else on the till we write customers names this is i think two years ago write customers names it was packed it's about oh god no it was just, you know what the shop looks like it was just full mm. and writing names down i said describe the people to put descriptions because they won't get names so someone put man in gray jacket and so whoever was doing the box go, uh, man in the gray jacket and then everyone started cottoning on that we were doing it and describing people I like that. and they liked it. And then, then a guy comes up next and goes to the person until put the good looking one. <laughs> so then the next, so the person's making the box and they go, the good looking one. And you go, yeah, well, that's know. good. That is and good, that, yeah. it was just promoting that and that went yeah. down really well. And yeah. staff loved it. Yeah. Customers loved it. Those kind of things. We have a, a joke. It's, it's rare, but if Dan, who's, like manager of operations now, yeah. head of operations. He um, obviously is the two shops, but if me and Dan work together, we're like best mates now. So, um, if me and Dan work together in the front and we're serving customers on the till and Adam's there as well, one big laugh that we have is we'll butt into the person on the till involves customers. We go, oh, sorry about him. If he gets something wrong, we'll go, sorry about him. He got dumped at the weekend. Right, okay. and obviously yeah, you never have, but then, and then, yeah, yeah. but then customers generally go, "Have you? Yeah, have yeah, you? Yeah." And yeah. then the person will be like, "No, no, I haven't." Like, yeah. Don't go and talk about yeah. it. Like, yeah. and so but everyone just starts yeah. laughing. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes I'll vibe. just I'll start a conversation in the changing yeah. room at the gym for no reason. 
Yeah, yeah. Just because I like to talk to people and just to find out that little bit. And then next time I go in the gym the day after, they go, hey, you're all right. Yeah. And then the next time, that, then all of a sudden you're having this conversation about these people. It's just something that I love doing. And I treat getting get Chloe to do it when we go to Morrison's and go, ask that lady there what she did this morning. Yeah, yeah. For no reason. Yeah. Apart from starting a conversation with somebody. Why not? It's, it, it, I suppose it's what you get. You do, you get so much out of it. Yeah. And I portray it to staff that you get, you will get so much out of speaking to random people. Yeah. At Media City Shop, there's a, there's a bin man that goes around every day. I'm best mates with him. Yeah. Love it, I man. give him free smoothies. I love it. He's from Brazil. Yeah. He doesn't support Brazil in the World Cup. He won't support them. He's, he supports England. Yeah. Uh, because he said Brazil are too, they're too up their own arse and things like that. Yeah, he, he can, he can hardly speak English, but every time I see him, it's a big wave. I go and see him, uh, shake his hand and things like that. It's nice. It's it's genuinely nice. I love hearing about him. He tells me about the food in yeah. Brazil and where he was brought up and things like that. And yeah. same with the concierge at Kellogg's. Yeah. If I go in and see them, it's cool. He's got the same last name as me. So I have a good laugh that he's my dad. Oh, I that. <laughs> that is good. Uh, but we shake each other's hand yeah. every time we come yeah. in, ask about the weekend yeah. and things like that. It's just nice to yeah. speak to people, no matter who, who it is. I think it is a, a dying thing, though, isn't it? conversation yeah, agreed, with, with with people i think not society but like the, you, we used to have people on your street would know everybody wouldn't they yeah. everyone knew everyone on the street and everyone would speak to each other and yeah. you don't get that anymore i think people no. are too busy doing what they're doing half the time yeah. these days that's so. what that's what i like about nutribar that's the place to go and do that yeah i was sat um having a meeting with somebody then somebody asked me a question from all and it felt all right to talk to somebody who didn't know yeah you know you've, you've created that community feel it's one thing we get that's great in there and um, when it's the football season the Bolton players come in yeah um, is that a good thing or a bad thing I yeah, don't know it's great yeah yeah is it? Um, <laughs> I mean a lot of Bolton fans in Bolton so yeah, a lot of the Bolton players come in and we know them we're friends with a couple of them but if it's busy they'll sit down like on a table yeah with um, like whoever because they're normal people they are genuinely not like yeah yeah uh, but they'll sit down and like people are just like I'm sat next to such a shit. Like I'm sat next to, and they're all a lot of them are Bolton fans. So they're like, I'm sat next. I'm going watching him in about three hours. Yeah. And I remember Zach Clough, who plays. He's I think he's left this season, but he plays for Bolton. He's Bolton lad. Um, he had he, he sat down on the table. Three people on the table, and there was no other space, so he sat down. They're all Bolton fans. He was their top striker, and they all got a selfie with him, and oh, he was just amazing, sat man. chatting to them. And they all did, did, they're nice guys. Yeah. And but that the, the, that's that only available because you've created that space, yeah. that brand to actually do that. So you know what I mean? It's something when you're waking up in the morning to be thankful of, mate, is that you've created that space for people to talk. Yeah. You know, I, I think you should be doing more events at Nutribar. You know, putting mindfulness on, talking. Do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Because it's such a lovely place to go and sit down and talk to people you've never talked to before and stuff. Yeah, you have you have customers that end up chatting to each other and then end up being really good friends. Yeah. Mint that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I love that, mate. We, for example, was some of the uh, old and football players come in, and we just because they come in after and they've they've got time after they've trained. We become really good friends with them. Yeah. And they come into the kitchen in the back when the guys are cleaning up and things like that. And they'll sit there for hours just chatting. Um, but then there's a, another guy um, who's coming in, he's an Uber taxi driver. And we're really friends with him, but he was in at the same time. And they become really good friends because of it. Love like, that, just separate. There were separate Love customers, you know, but they become, and we're all organized to yeah. go on a night out together and things like that. It's just people just speak to each other and they do in there and it's it's a great environment. Yeah. So 
we'll wrap it up there, mate. Yeah. Let us, well, let everybody, Nutribar in Bolton, I, I, both myself and Gaz will recommend it to anybody. Where is it so people can actually go and find it, mate? It's just off Chulley New Road. It's called Chulley Street, opposite the David Lloyd Gym. And for people in Media City who need some convenient, healthy food, whereabouts are you in Media City? Uh, we're based at Cargo, uh, which is the area near Booth, the football pitch. All right, okay, cool. Near Booth, next to Booth Car Park. And where can people find your line to come and follow you? Um, give us your website, give us your social handles. Uh, website is www.nutri-bar.co.uk yep. and our Instagram is at the Nutribar. Yeah. Uh, Facebook is the Nutribar Bolton and Nutribar MC UK. And the Instagram for Media City is Nutribar MC UK. Perfect. Anybody, we do recommend the Piri Piri Powerhouse. <laughs> and the Rising Grind. And they're off. Oh yeah. my God. Let's not talk about the Rising Grind. It's fucking, it's no wonder I've got no money to fix me bloody tire. <laughs> um, Ollie Birchall, Nutribar, thank you so much, mate. Oh, thank you. All right. Thank you. Peace out. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Team Manor Podcast. Get down.